Hello, hello, hello. So today I wanted to talk about mind shifts, mindset, mind shifts, whatever you want to call it. Um, some people don't like the word mindset because they feel like it's um, a woo-woo word. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I think it's so important because I feel that is where most of us struggle. Those inner voices that hold us back and keep us from achieving our goals, right? Um, the constant battles that go on in our head that can make us or break us. You know what I'm talking about. Those constant thoughts that are there that you just can't, you can't, you almost don't know they're there, but they're affecting your life and, and making you um, do things maybe you wouldn't necessarily normally do. So something I want you to keep in mind. Change starts with your thinking and your thinking is a choice. So here's a quote I found. I don't know who wrote it or who said it, but your actions are affected by the thoughts you have and the things you tell yourself. So if you want to transform yourself, you've got to deal with your thoughts, your excuses, your beliefs, and your self-sabotaging paradigms. That's your mindset. If you change your thinking, your body will follow. Over all the years of working with women with their health and fitness, I have always found that there's something lacking. Something that keeps them from getting to the next level that they're searching for. You know, it's kind of funny, um, but I tell my husband this all the time, that I feel like I'm a therapist a lot of the times. Um, because I find that the thing that the clients need the most is they need someone to listen to them. Someone that can help them work through the muck that is going on in their heads. And I'm sure you understand exactly what I'm talking about. We all have it. We all have it. Um, the negative thoughts, the self-doubts, the self-limiting beliefs, all those things that are going on in our heads that are keeping us from moving forward, that are keeping us from achieving our goals. And I've learned that the missing component of this is the health of your body is only as good as the health of your mindset and your soul. So what you truly believe and what you truly think, that is what you're going to create. That is where your life is going to lead. That's where the direction that your life is going to start moving. Does that resonate with you? Does that do you, do you, does that make sense to you? I know it does for, for me for sure. So the question becomes, can we get healthy and lose weight if you want to have weight if you have weight to lose with nothing more than changing your mind? Um, I find that a lot of my clients, like I even tell them at points where if you are not making the changes that you want to make, if you're not making the progress that you want to see, if you're struggling to make changes, whatever it may be, it's because you keep telling yourself that it's too hard or I don't deserve it or it's not going to work for me or whatever it is that that thought in your head that you keep putting out there, that is what's holding you back because you could do any amount of working out. You could work out all the time. You could eat 100% clean. But if you have those beliefs, those thoughts in your head that are saying, this isn't going to work. I can't do it. You're never going to get there. It's just, it, I 100% believe that that's not going to happen. Um, so there are three components to the mind. The conscious mind, the subconscious mind, and the unconscious mind. And whether you know it or not, your current behavior is serving you for a reason, for better or worse. So your behaviors are serving certain emotional needs and your behavior and actions stem from those emotions. Does that make sense? So the big takeaway is that change stems from emotion. So if you want to change, you have to change the way that you think. You have to change how you feel about yourself, about your life, 
about what you were doing. So how do we change? So changing our emotions are different than setting a goal or having a number that you would like to achieve and working for. The goals are good to set, but they're not very motivating. Like I, it, for me myself, you know, like, you know what? I really want to do this. or I really want to lose this last five pounds. or I really want to start doing this, but it doesn't motivate me to say that. And that's because our unconscious and subconscious mind, the place where our default systems and behaviors are directed, are based on emotions and thoughts, not goals, right? Does that make sense? You get wired to certain patterns and systems of behaviors, sometimes called routines, or most of the time called routines, habits or presets, and your brain gets stuck on them. They become the concentrated system of your subconscious mind. So you get in the... Um, just that same routine over and over again, like, you know what, this is what I normally eat. Well, I'm just going to keep eating it. Thinking, um, this just came up the other day with my husband. We were talking about, we need to stop bringing chocolate into the house. And we even, you know, we get the dark chocolate and a lot of time we do the Lily's dark chocolate. So it's stevia. So there's not a lot of sugar in it, but it's this, it's a behavior for myself. I feel like I need something else. Every time I eat a meal, I need to put something else like savory, sweet, Whatever I need, like I finish a meal and I feel this need to have something else. And I've been doing it for so long now, it's just a habit. And I do, it's not necessarily because I'm like, oh, I want chocolate or I'm craving chocolate. It's just because it's a habit and it's something that I do. And it gets stuck in my head and I feel like I need to do it. So I need to figure out why. Why is that something that I need? Why do I feel like it's something I need? And how I can break that pattern. Because it's not serving me. It's not getting me closer to my goals by adding chocolate. I mean, this is how bad it is that sometimes after breakfast I have a piece of chocolate. Yeah, not necessarily the best way to achieve my goals, right? So in order to change, you have to put an emotion to the action. And it is going to take your conscious mind. So you're actually going to have to think about it. Think about what it is you want to change and how you're going to change it. And the way you do that is to change the way you think. So like an example, let's say you're an overeater. Uh, your goal is to lose 20 pounds, but your go-to when you're tired, you're stressed, or you're emotional is to eat and to overeat or to eat sweets or to eat whatever's in front of you. You can't seem to stop yourself from overeating and therefore you live frustrated that you never see the results. Kind of like I was just talking about that chocolate, right? So there are a few points to point out or a few things to point out in this scenario. Number one, the only emotion you're probably feeling in this situation is short-term comfort followed by long-term failure and defeat. So how many times have you done that? You have all these emotions going on and you're feeling stressed out and you go and you eat that whole cupcake and then you're like, I just screwed up. I'm a failure. I'm not going to do this. Or it causes you to self-sabotage, continuing on and eating more and more and more of the bad things. So remember, overeating is serving an emotional need, right? It's the emotions. So you have to figure out what emotions are causing you, what is going on, and deal with those emotions versus just feeding the emotions. <clears throat> this emotion happens to be stronger than the emotion you have or yet have surrounding your goal to lose weight so you have to figure out why so you can move forward so you overeat you overeat to nurture yourself in times of stress sadness or or boredom so the question you have to ask yourself to experience true change and overcome overeating is 
Is there another way you could nurture yourself and fulfill that emotion in a positive way? And you could, you could ask this about anything, whatever it is. So maybe you learn that going for a walk with a friend does the trick. Or maybe you're picking up a book or you're doing some journaling. I recommend journaling to my clients all the time. If you are experiencing emotions, if you're experiencing stress, if you're experiencing confusion, write it down. Get it out of your head. Figure out why it's there so that you can move forward. So once you're able to distinguish that bad routine, so me, for me, it's eating the chocolate, the preset or the habit, and uncover the emotion, you can work through ways to serve that emotion in positive ways. So for me, it's become a habit. I don't know that it serves emotion as other than it just kind of like makes me feel good. But then again, I always feel like every day I'm not reaching my goals because I'm eating chocolate. So this is how change is created by through the emotion and the choice to honor that emotion in a positive way. Change doesn't happen in our conscious mind and it's not a matter of willpower. Lasting change stems from emotions. When you can attribute your, or um, attach your emotions to what you want to achieve, it's gonna be so much easier to get there. So here are five mind shift, mindset shifts to help you change your emotion and begin the journey of experiencing true and lasting health and reaching your goals, whatever they may be. So number one, you need to uncover the emotional needs you need to be met. So being aware of one is the most important and pivotal things you can do. So you need to determine, sorry, you need to become fully aware of who you are, what emotions you need to meet, and determine what habits you need to break. So for most of us, we don't even know where we want to go, but we don't know, or we know where we want to go, but we don't know why we ended up where we did. We must take some time to get to know ourselves, our driving emotions, and how we can incorporate them in a positive way. So writing down, what are these emotions? What is coming up? What is happening? Like I said, the journaling part, and it doesn't have to be a lot of journaling. You can, so something you could do throughout the week is um, you find that you're eating that every time that you get stressed out, you do a certain thing. Well, what, what stressed you out? What is it? Just write it down and then move on from it. You know, if it's you had a, you had an argument with a coworker or, and you felt sad or you felt defeated or you felt like you were being undermined or whatever it is, write that down. Just write it down and move on away from it because you can look at this later and determine why it's holding you back. So that's the first thing. Number two is you need to end the self-sabotage. So remember, what we think directly influences our emotions. That includes negative self-talk and self-sabotage. And when we start down this path, we directly walk ourselves into self-protection, which means we conserve and we store, or maybe better words, we decrease our energy and we increase our fat stores. Meaning we eat junk or we don't work out, whatever it may be, and we don't lose the weight and we don't feel better and we have no energy. So two things most people are working to reverse, right? That's not what we want. We don't want to have less energy and increase our weight or gain weight. So these thoughts and words of the negative self-talk are impacting your subconscious, which is believing them to be true, even if it's not really true. So practice awareness and then replace those positive self-talk. Practice awareness and then replace that with positive self-talk and help your body experience self-freedom. 
And at the end of this, I'm going to give you a little um, homework assignment that will kind of um, take away all these things that we're talking about. So first, we wanted to figure out what's happening. What are these habits? Um, what emotions need to be met? What are we, what um, meet, emotional needs are we lacking? Do we need to determine? Do we need to figure out? Do we need to serve? And then we need to figure out how to stop um, talking bad and start and replacing them with positive things. Then maybe we need to uncover some, so step three would be uncover some trauma, previous trauma. We've all experienced some form of trauma in our, trauma in our lives at some point. It could be something as big as the death of a loved one, or it could be something smaller, such as, you know, your third grade teacher forcing you to eat peas or um, making you feel uncomfortable because you were overweight when you were younger or something like that. The truth is we all have trauma, something that's happened in our life. And, but as long as we suppress it rather than deal with it, our body will constantly be pulling that out of our unconscious filing cabinet and we'll be acting on it regardless of what we're thinking about. So it's always there in the back of your mind, even though you may not think about it and it's causing you to react and act in ways that you mo that you normally wouldn't do or in unhealthy ways or ways that are not serving your body. And that's the power of the unconscious mind. To change this and allow your body the freedom to act in love and positivity, we have to deal with the old trauma and let it go, creating room for something better. Um, I was just talking about this with a client the other day and um, having some family issues and it keeps coming up and I've dealt, I've, I've had the same conversation with many clients and it usually has to do with some family member or something going on in their family and it keeps causing them to be stressed out or feel uncomfortable or feel unworthy or, or just not able to move forward. They feel stuck. And so what I suggested was sit down and write a letter whatever that, about that trauma, about that experience, about what it is that is make you struggling so much, write a letter to a person or write a letter to yourself. Write a letter to the person and telling them exactly how you feel about what they did to you or whatever, the feelings that are there that you know that are holding you back. Write it in a letter and you can tear it up, throw it away, whatever, but get it out. You have to, you have to work through it so that you can move past it. Because if you're just holding it in and you're always feeling like you, <laughs> you're not going to be able to move forward. So you have to learn how to deal with, figure out what the trauma is and move past it. Let it go because there's so many more, there's so much more that is, is serving you or that should be serving you and helping you to move forward. And number four is understand the power of choice. There isn't much in life that we can control but our thoughts are one thing that we can. Listen to that again. There isn't a lot that, a lot of things in life that we can control, but our thoughts are the one thing that we have control over. And I think that my husband and I have said this to our stepkids, their stepkids, or my stepkids, over and over and over again. Because they say that this is hard, or that's hard, or they can't do this. And it's like, change the way you think, and you're going to feel better. You may not... You may not exactly get to where you want to be, but it's going to change the way that you act. It's going to change the way that you react. It's going to change the way that you feel when you get up in the morning. You can control the thoughts that are in your head. So how we relate to, how we view and act in situations all affect the outcome. Being aware and focusing on your thoughts and choosing to replace the negative with the positive 
is going to help you continue moving forward. You have the power to choose to find the good in any situation. I do this with my husband a lot. And actually, just right before this, I spent 20 minutes listening to him complain about his job. <laughs> and it made me cringe inside because it was all negative, all negative, all negative. And I didn't have a chance to do this, but most of the time, this is what I do. I let him get it all out, and then I say, well, what can you tell me that happened good today? What happened? What was a positive thing from your day? I kind of let him get it all out, but then I'm like, let's turn it around and, and find something positive. I do the same for myself. And I find myself getting, it get, gets easier and easier every time I do it. You know, if I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this went wrong and this went wrong and this went wrong. I stop and I find gratitude, a place of gratitude where I'm grateful for this and I'm grateful for that and I'm grateful for all the things. So even if it's, you let it all out, but then find something that is positive. Replace all that negative with a positive. Or maybe it was something you learned. I'm like, take away, what's your takeaway from that experience? Yeah, it may have been a crappy experience, a negative experience, but how can you change that experience to move forward? And the last thing is to reprogram your mind with awareness, focus, and repetition. Like I said, repeating it over and over again, that's how you're going to learn. The take-home point is change happens from our emotions, and most of our emotions are driven by our unconscious mind. So it's in the back of the head. We're not always thinking about it. It's not always here, but it's back here, and that's what's helping. That's what's... Um, leading us to make our choices. The deep thoughts and emotions that we keep buried in the back of our mind and in our bodies and sometimes are sometimes difficult to find or uncover. I don't know if you've ever heard this, but um, it happens a lot. I, I find that a lot of my clients, which are women, they always have a lot of tightness in their hips. And I've heard this and run this over and over again that we hold a lot of our emotions in our hips and it makes total sense. So something to think about. If you can let this stuff go, maybe that tightness in your hips will go away as well. So in order to create the shift and reprogram your mind, you must be willing to go deep. And sometimes that's uncomfortable and dig up past trauma and deal with it and then learn to use your emotions to your advantage. These things are not fun. They're not easy. And they're not things that we definitely, we definitely don't want to do them, which is why they keep holding us back. But once you stop and you take a moment to experience it and deal with it and move past it, your life will be so much better. You will be able to create the life that you're looking for, the, the life that you deserve. So the three things that you need to create this paradigm shift include, number one, awareness. So being aware of your previous routines and actions and the emotions that accompany them. Number two, focus. So staying in the present and living the moment to allow yourself space to really feel and live. So take advantage of that. Being grateful every day. Um, practicing gratitude every single day for what you do have, what's happening in your life right now. And then repetition, constantly repeating the positive and allowing yourself to feel that. Making it the natural default pattern of your mind. So repetition, repetition. Overall, your mindset matters a lot when it comes to every area of your life. Like I said, a lot of people don't like to talk about mindset mindset because it means that they have to deal with all the crap in their life. So it includes your physical health. When you hold on to all those emotions and all the negativity, your body's going to feel it. So don't underestimate the power. Don't underestimate the importance of getting your mind right and creating a healthy attitude and a perspective. So I want to leave you with a quick homework assignment. 
So I want you to find 10 to 15 minutes to sit down with a notebook and write down a list of where you, where or what you are struggling with. It can be weight loss related. It can be <clears throat> nutrition related. It can be just moving forward with your life, um, your direction in life, whatever it may be. Whatever you feel that is a constant struggle and a constant pull and creating stress for you right now, write it down. So just write it. You can write it down as a list. Okay, all the things that you feel that you're struggling with. And if it's just one thing, great, write that down. And next, you're going to write a list of why you feel you are struggling with these things. Is it lack of motivation? Is it belief that you can't do it or you can do it? Or is it past traumas that are holding you back? Is it um, you have you just don't believe you can do it? You are struggling with the fact that this isn't something that's going to be a part of your life for all, forever. And obviously it is. Like trauma is going to be a part of our life forever. But they don't have to take control of our life. They don't have to have a hold on our life. I've had a lot of stuff happen to me in my almost 50 years of life. But I've chosen to let them go because they're not serving me. They're a part of my life and they pop in every once in a while. But they're not getting me where I want. So they're not in my life. You can't move past the struggle if you don't realize why you are continuing to struggle with it. So write down the why. So you got your list of what you're struggling with, why you're struggling with. And then the last thing I want you to do is write down a list of how you would like to feel, how you would like to be, or what you would like to see happen in your life. And write it in the present tense. And then I want you to write that down. Write, write, write a sentence of how you want to feel, how you want to be, how you know, like how you want your life to be right now, what goals you want to achieve and achieving them. And reread the list over and over and over. Put it somewhere where you can read it. And allow yourself to actually feel yourself being in that moment. Like feeling what you want to feel. Like what would that feel like? How would your how would your body feel? How would your life be? How would your kids or your husband or your friends, how would they see you differently? Write that down, okay? Because you want to have all the things. You want to be able to envision it and and embody it all the time. So Write those things down. So that's your homework. And hopefully that helps you to move past and make some some good mind shifts here so that you're able to move forward. So as I mentioned before, changing your mindset is a struggle. And for most of us, it takes practice before we get better at it, just like anything with life. And that's all I have for today. And thanks for joining me.